the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are New York City. Took the N train in today. Actually, I, I dropped my car off at Dominic and Enzo's on 65th Street, 732 65th Street in Brooklyn, New York. I got an old Volvo that I bought from the original owner, Mike, who at 90 years old, he bought the car brand new in 1971 for five thousand dollars, and he put about sixty, seventy thousand miles over over the years. And I saw it on the block, and he saw me, and I said, hey, Mike, how you doing? And he's like, good. I was like, you know, that's a great car. And he's like, you know, I see you have all these good, beautiful, old Italian cars. I, he's talking about my old Alfa Romeos, which aren't worth a lot of money, but they look very beautiful. And he said, you know, I would love for, to give someone my car. Who? Wait, Diana, Diana, could you just sit down? I, I, I've... You know, it's sometimes yeah, you work with people, folks, and they you think they know how to like accept direction, but they don't. Anyway, so I took the, I took the Volvo this morning, just needed a little TLC, and then uh, Enzo drove me to the Eighth Avenue subway station in the entry. And I got to tell you the truth, folks. The MTA, Diana, don't move. The MTA, when it is working, when it is on its game, it's just fantastic. I I sat, I had my own chair, my own seat. It was air conditioned. It was safe. There were nice people there. I wrote in. I was on my phone. There's like Wi-Fi everywhere. I get to read the New York Times. It was just beautiful. New York is just beautiful. So I, I obviously nothing is perfect. The criminal justice system isn't perfect. Uh, the medical system isn't perfect. Our government isn't perfect. But we're doing the best that we can. And you know, today I, I worked all day. I got a decision on the case that I wasn't thrilled about, even though allegedly I did a good job. So um, I went to one of the people in my law firm who I have a tremendous amount of trust in, faith in her intellect, in her judgment, in her ability, Diana Fabi Sampson. Uh, her sister was my supervisor hmm, 27 years ago when I was in the DA's office. That would be Terry Fabi. Um, Diana got married and now she's got a little name at the end of the Fabi thing. Um, so I asked her to come on <clears throat> before we bring in Lindsay Gertis, who's a former assistant United States attorney in the Eastern District of New York. And she's going to tell us what life is like as a federal prosecutor. And then we have Randy Mastro, who is a brilliant lawyer. I mean, he is literally the creme de la creme. Besides being, I believe he was Rudy Giuliani's uh, chief counsel when Rudy became 
Was he chief of staff before Bruce Teitelbaum? So Bruce Teitelbaum was the original chief of staff, and then Randy came in. But we'll, we'll clarify that. Um, he's going to come on to talk about a, a big, big lawsuit that's going on in the city. But before I go to that, I want to go to a woman who really has it all. She's a, a lawyer, probably fourth. She's a mom, I would say, number one, a wife, number two, a daughter, number three, probably a sister, number four, and a lawyer, number five. Diana, did I get that right? I think so. Okay, could you get close to the microphone? Yes, I think so, Arthur. Did I do it? Yes. Uh, uh Uh-oh, Diana, here's you. This is your, you have your own theme song. I like it. Oh, yeah, I like this. Do you know what the name of the song is? Pretty Woman, yeah. You like that? (laughs) Thanks. So Diana is 49 years old. She's going to be 50 very soon. And we're going to have a big party for her. But she literally uh, is a young woman who has impressed everyone around her on all different levels. And you know what, Diana? You live in Connecticut and you work in New York. And so many people are talking about New York, New York, New York. And it's good and it's bad and it's different. And I will tell you this. Last Friday, this past Friday, I should say, I went to the Billy Joel concert. I went with Luca and um, Chris Hassan and his son Julian, and I ran into the clerk who I did the uh, the case I did with in Suffolk County, who hasn't been to New York in like two years, two and a half years. She's like, this is the first time I'm in New York. And she said, you know, when you read about New York in the newspapers, like New York City, you think you're going into like a jungle. You think you're going into a war zone. She's like, I don't know. I, I came here early. I went to... Bryant Park, then I went down by uh, Penn Station, then I went to Madison Square Garden, and she goes, I thought it was beautiful. Could you just come a little closer to the microphone? And as someone who lives in Connecticut, but it has been, you grew up in Pennsylvania, you lived in Ohio for a little while, or no? I did, right. in Georgia, Atlanta. So, so talk to me right now. Yep. It's Flag Day, June 14th, 2022. What is a mother of four, a wife, a daughter, a sister, what are your thoughts right now? What's up with New York City? What are your thoughts overall? I think overall? New York, I think it has the vibe back, pre-COVID vibe. I think it's great. I, I noticed it today. I think it's, you know, Fifth Avenue is teeming with people. And, you know, it was a beautiful day to be in New York and be a tourist or just, you know, be lucky enough to be here. Um, it's great to see it coming back. I definitely, you know, I, I'm not, I don't have my head in the sand. I know there are some issues with crime and so forth. But I, I like you and your friend who you met at the Billy Joel concert feel when I walk around the city that it's still a wonderful place to, to visit and to work and to just be a part of. And what has the commute been like for, on Metro North from? Um, um, it's actually, that's one area in which things are better than uh, before COVID because there is definitely, there are definitely less people commuting in from Connecticut. And I benefit from that because I always get a seat now. Um, I think obviously everyone is aware of this. A lot of people are working from home three or four days a not week. Not here. Uh, you know, at least not one here. or two days a week. Not, not here, here Fabi. Not here. Not here, Fabi. <laughs> Stop it now. (laughs) Enough. So I get a call the other day, and a judge is like, "Uh, Mr. Adala, there's a case on you. And I call. I go, Diana, is there any chance that you're – because I was in the Brooklyn office. Is there any chance you're in the office? Oh, um, uh, 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 no, I've been at the the dining room table since 6 a.m. working on on my case, which is fine, Diana. You're allowed. But I will tell you, a bunch of statistics came out today. There's a website or a newspaper, I don't even know, called The City. And it does show they, they, they're monitoring a lot of statistics. And it's very interesting. This website is very cool. Dave Spring sent it to me. 
You could go, Lindsay, you could go to each individual train station, each station, and they will tell you how many swipes uh, from the Metro card, whether you use your iPhone or you swipe or whatever, have come through on a particular day, and they compare it basically to two years ago. And I think overall, the subway system from Monday to Friday is still down almost Oh, I think almost 40%. It's like 35%. Wow. You know what's very interesting, though, Diana? And this is why I call BS what? on people who don't want to come in. There's actually more ridership on the weekends now than there was before the COVID. So people are okay using the train and coming in to go to, I don't know, the museum, the park, the the, the zoo on the weekends and less likely to come in to go to work. So I would like to ask you because... You've worked in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. You worked for yourself. You worked in, in different states. Um, are you? Uh, do you feel totally comfortable coming into an office and working day in and day out like it was tw- 2018, 2019? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And how do you feel about the wimps who don't – oh, excuse me. How do you feel about the people? Because working the, – like the, these the buildings that you and I look around, I don't even know if they're – I think they're 40% full. So they're 60% yeah. empty. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's sad. And I think that, um, look, Arthur, it's complicated. I think for some people who are maybe older, um, it's it's a great thing to have an option, not to have to come in, especially if you're coming in from, you know, an hour, an hour and a half away to be able to work it from home a couple days a week. But for young people, many of whom now have jobs where they're working from their tiny apartments five days a week alone, they think it's what they want, but I don't think it's actually ideal for their well, mental state. I think it could be causing some depression amongst young people. It's very isolating and alienating. And um, sometimes, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't realize what we want is not necessarily what, what would be best for us. That's a great – see, that's why on the Idola Power Hour you have geniuses like Diana Fabi Sampson. We have Sig Sorensen, right? He's a great lawyer. He's come from huge law firms. And, you know, because of choices he made that he wanted to make, he, he left the large law firm, but he was working independently. And now he's here, part of our firm. Am I incorrect to say he's so happy to be part of this team? He, yeah. No, I think you're correct. I think he, he loves coming in and having colleagues that he can bounce things off of and working in a more, you know, vibrant environment. Um, and he, I think the, he was getting sick of working out of his home. Do you feel the same way? I do. I love coming in. I mean, there are times when I have something I need to get out, you know, on a hard deadline, and it's more efficient for me to work from home. And I think I, other people feel that way, too, for depending on what they do. But it's definitely important for our firm that we are here, you know, la- most question. of the time. Last question. Yes or no? And no one's going to hold it against you. Okay. Yes or no? Do you enjoy working with Imran Ansari? Yes or no? Uh, yes. All right. That's, that's a great a, answer. Okay. Stand behind there. Uh, yes. All right. I Imran Ansari is here. Listen, you guys are in for a huge treat. You're going to stand in for this little little commercial break. We're going to do with Connors and Sullivan. We have Lindsey Gertis here. Lindsey was the top prosecutor in the United States Attorney's Office of the Eastern District. She prosecuted all the huge cases. You are going to hear the inside scoop. What is what it is like. To to be an assistant U.S. attorney in the city of New York. Don't go away. We'll be right back. So now that I'm here, let's talk about Connors and Sullivan. And let's talk about how they're hooking you guys up. 
they are hooking you guys up so big. You know why? Because they are going to do these uh, seminars where, you know, sometimes you feel uncomfortable. I don't want to sit with a lawyer. Or I think if I sit with a lawyer, they're going to ask me a bunch of questions that I don't know the answers to. And I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Well, right now, Mike Connors is making himself available. It's like on, what is it, four consecutive days. Monday, June 27th at Buckley's in Marine Park at 11 o'clock in the morning and 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Tuesday, June 28th at Conley's Corner in Masspath at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Wednesday, June 29th at the Greenhouse Cafe. You know, I may even pop in on one of those. Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. There's three showings. It's just thinking about it as a Broadway show. And Thursday, June the 30th. That is my in-laws' wedding anniversary. It's 49 years this year. It's a big one. At the Adria Hotel in Bayside, Queens. Again, at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. You can walk right in. Mike Connors is going to be there. He's going to educate you a little bit. And then you can ask questions. And it's free. Free. F-R-E-E. Free, free, free. And if by some chance you can't make one of those four dates, you can call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500-718. Two three eight six five zero zero, and you know what? You're going to get your own free appointments. And don't forget, folks. Think about this. Take a deep breath. As Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. America is facing huge challenges: out of control inflation, radical ideologies forced on our children and grandchildren, the worsening crisis at our southern border. The threats are real. But you don't have to watch your golden years be tarnished by the radical left. Folks at AMAC are action-oriented and fight every day to represent your interests on Capitol Hill. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is America's conservative 50-plus organization. I'm a proud member of AMAC, and you can be too. To join, go to PragerForAMAC.com, PragerForAMAC.com. Not only will you receive benefits like discounts on travel, cell phones, restaurants, your membership will help fight the radical left. For just $16 a year, that's not a lot. You can join forces with AMAC and 2.3 million Americans who share your values. I urge you to join or renew today at PragerForAMAC.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Freehold Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi.com or call 
The law usually wins. I fought the law, and the law won. I think that happened to her almost every time, which is kind of a pain in the neck. But um, very lucky. We're very, very lucky. You know, everyone wants to see how the, the sausage is actually made. And Lindsay Gertis is a woman who is so respected in the world of the law and uh, on, on all fronts, in the, pro- the world of the prosecutors, the world of the defense attorneys, the world of the, the judiciary, and even the world of the defendants who she puts in jail because they've wrote some really nice letters about her over the years. So I would like, Sambolino, I, I need a warm welcome for the one, the only, Lindsay Gertis. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, Lindsay, thank you for joining us. I know you're in from Cincinnati. Um, so let's talk real quick. You you started off as an assistant district attorney in Brooklyn. And you were there for how many years? Eight years. Eight years. And if you look back now, because you've been, you've been out of there, what, five years? Almost eight years. And then I was at the U.S. Attorney's Office seven years. No way. Wow. Woo! 15 year career as a prosecutor, I know. Wow. So if you look back now, what is the highlight of your your time in the DA's office? Working in the Homicide Bureau, that was always really my professional goal as a young ADA. Where were you before the Homicide Bureau? I was in the Blue Zone. No way. You're not allowed to be I, in the Blue I was I'm, a Blue Zoner. I'm a Blue Zone. Were you a Blue? Who was your I think, I think the best came from the Blue Zone. Who was your Jeff Levitt. Oh, he's a good man. Good man. Yes. Um, so let me ask you this question. Of all the cases you tried, if you, there's one that you take away. In other words, I'll, I'll tell you mine. Um, there was a, a two brothers who bought a bodega from their boss. So they were two Mexican kids, and it was like an American story. They worked for the, the owner, and then the owner um, the owner sold it to the two brothers. And then, what, oh, wow, I could hear you sipping through. That's great. And then the two I ran owners, here. That's okay. You're allowed to have some water. And then the two owners, the owners sold it to the two brothers. And one day, two masked men came in, and um, they wanted the money out of the cash register. And there was only, Alexis, look at me, it was either 40, $43 or $63. That was all the money in the cash register. And because there was no more money in the cash register, they told the younger brother, um, if you don't give us more money, we're going to kill your bigger brother. And they held a gun to him, and they they fired a gun. They fired the gun, and it went through his head, and it killed the older brother, and right in front of the younger brother. And it was horrible. And Joel X and I got a, uh, a life without parole. That was when they were when you were there. There was no such thing, right? As life without parole, they already changed the law. Or was there? Did you do twenty five to life or life without parole? No, there was life without parole for there murder was. one. Yes, there okay. still was. So yeah, so but we were the first ones. That, I mean, it broke my heart. And when the guy, it was a nineteen year old kid being sentenced for life without parole, that doesn't make you happy. I mean, no. like there's a dead kid on one end, but then now there's basically another dead kid. And you know, we worked really hard and we got the verdict we wanted, and we asked for life without parole. But and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but it's it's not a joyous occasion. As a prosecutor, when you're now sentencing basically someone else to death. So what was the highlight, if you look at it, or the thing that you're the most proud of in your career as a Brooklyn district attorney? Look, there are lots of cases that stand out for different reasons. A lot are exactly like you said, because of the people that you meet and kind of the lives that you are able to impact in some way. Um, you know, you're never able to bring back somebody's loved one when they're killed, but exactly. but you try to bring some measure of justice and closure for people. You know, one of the cases I can talk about 
that is kind of was my segue from the DA's office to the U.S. Attorney's office was a case, thank God no one was killed, but it was a tragic situation involving a family where um, the father came to be in a position of, of having some money, and he lived in an area where that, to a certain extent, put a target on his back. And he and his wife were home along with their two young children. They were probably seven and and nine at the time. And they were sleeping and masked men dressed as federal law enforcement officers. And again, that's a little bit of a oxymoron, masked men dressed as law enforcement officers. But they were impersonating federal agents. Like badges and... Badges, the whole bit. Then they ultimately took off the masks. They put down a forged federal search warrant. And they tied up the children, they gagged them, they bound them, they beat the father. It was a horrible, horrible case that just this traumatized. Is Brooklyn State Court case. In, in Brooklyn State Court. That, that traumatized what year is this, about? this family to its core. I would say this is in 2010, right, so right, 2010 Joe Hines, 2011. Joe Hines is the Brooklyn DA. Correct, correct. And the, the lead on the case was a fingerprint left behind on the, this forged federal search warrant, and that's kind of what led us to one of the individuals involved, and then the case unfolded from there. And I say that's one of the cases that introduced me to life in the federal system because the Honorable Raymond J. Deary was the one whose signature was forged on that federal arrest warrant. Who was the, at one point, he was the chief judge. Chief of- judge, former U.S. attorney in the Eastern District of New York. Wonderful, wonderful man. Can't find somebody who's Tough more guy. well respected. Great, wonderful, wonderful guy. Well, I Fair. would say I would say Jack Weinstein was a little more respected. We could talk about that. Okay, later. We, we can debate. I have uh, a Jack uh, a Judge Weinstein story for you too. But may rest in peace. Um, yeah. So Judge Deary came in. He explained to the jurors that you know, as the chief judge at the time, he would not be in a position to be signing arrest warrants. That's a duty that wait, wait. He testified in the state court. He testified in state court. Wow. Who was the judge in the state judge court? Judge Dowling. So Judge Deary wow. was escorted into the courtroom with his marshal. He, you know, took the oath just like any other white witness. hair, older, older yeah. gentleman, white hair, like the quintessential. Really, you think about it, like federal court judge. Absolutely, in, in appearance. Absolutely. All right, so I need it because I don't have forever, Lindsay. I know you like to talk. You're a big talker. Mike told me, uh, especially when you're front seat of the Alpha. Look, he's so, talking. <laughs> so tell me, I know. Well, this is my show. Sorry, I hear you're you. going to give me a hard time. So, I, I, so obviously, you had a conviction in that case. Yes. How? What? What was the sentence? 18 years, I believe. Okay. So now at some point, how do you get pulled in from the, because did you like apply or did they pull you or did you pull, did you ask? Someone there approached me and said, if you've ever been interested in being a federal prosecutor, I would recommend that you apply. And, and did Hines have to like sign off on it or Taub or whatever? Uh, Ken Taub. Um, Who's that? Who's Ken Taub? Ken Taub, former chief of the Brooklyn Homicide Bureau, tremendous handsome, attorney. Very handsome man, right? He's he's the best, hands down. Uh, I still talk to him all the time to this day. Whenever oh, really? anything That's comes up, he okay. is my go-to Very person. Um, I mean, I, he's probably third after Vecchione and Schreiber, but go ahead, keep going. He, he support, I'm hoping he, he's listening to this he, right now. But if, if he's not, I'll have to tell him to listen. <laughs> okay. um, he, I'm teasing he knew Ken, I was relax. applying. He knew I was applying to the office, and he was supportive of it, although I was in a position where I was you know, just into the Homicide Bureau, starting to establish myself there. But the hiring freeze at the U.S. Attorney's Office had been lifted. Um, Our former Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, was the U.S. Attorney in the Eastern District of New York at the time. And I had quite a few overlapping cases involving some organized crime. So let's talk about what's the biggest difference. And I'm saying this with all sincerity because I never did what you did. 
what's the biggest difference from a lawyer's point of view from being a state prosecutor to a federal prosecutor? I would say there's so much more. Well, there's so much you got to do is you got 120 seconds. So do it in the written on paper. There is a lot that is aired out before a trial. I would say there in are federal court. Exactly. Next to no surprises in federal court. You know, the prosecutors show their hand. The defense attorneys are overall more litigious. People can afford to spend more time on each case because they don't have as many cases as prosecutors and defense attorneys. And what state about court. the judiciary? The the people the judges on the Eastern District of New York I think are some of the most talented and what judges. What do you think about the judges in the Supreme Court of Brooklyn? They've really turned over since I've been there. It's hard for me to even comment. Well, I'm talking I think. about when you were there. They the, the people who were there when I was there they were wonderful. Judge Tomei was there. Judge Firetog was there. Demick. Judge Gary Dem- Demick is still there. He's you know tremendous group of people. Um, but there you mentioned Judge Weinstein. He's a legendary figure. The best nationwide. So, he sits in the jury box during summation. No, I'll let he, you know that. He, he's fine. I, I practice extensively in front of him. One last question. You're now in Cincinnati often. What's life like in Cincinnati compared to life like in New York City? On a day-to-day basis, my you know things move slower. I'm not like hustling to get on the train or fighting a crowd of people it's a to get anywhere. Better quality of life. Yes, for for a mother with two children, you know I, I know it's going to take me 17 names? minutes to get home. What are your children's names? Are I'll, I'll keep that. No, I'd, I'd uh, rather I okay. keep that part of things. I'm going to go with private. Thurman and Apple. <laughs> no, no, no. What was the other one? What were we going? Wolfgang. Wolfgang. No, okay. definitely right. not. Ladies and gentlemen, only here on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour do you get to hear Lindsay Gerdes. Everyone wants to talk to her, but she doesn't talk to everybody. Only to you here on AM nine seventy. The answer. We're going to come back. One of the greatest lawyers on the planet, Randy Mastro. Don't go away. everyone thank you for having me all right so we're talking about the greatest of all time i'm going to talk to you about the greatest imran you're here right now you have a house in the hamptons correct get go go closer to the microphone right yeah all right and so do i now you've been to my house in the hamptons correct many a times how beautiful is the paint job of my house in the hamptons absolutely beautiful do you know that paint job is like four years old no, I'm serious. And I, I think I know who did it. Who I did it? I, I'm going to take, take a guess. Go ahead. Susan and Rhino Shield. Yeah! Yeah! Let me tell you something. Even Imran knows Susan at Rhino Shield, she will make your house, no matter what it looks like, no matter what condition it's in, if you let Susan come to your house, you let her survey the whole property, you let her walk around the way she did with me, take the photographs, put it into her computer system, and then she'll give you like a rendering. And she'll show you like, this is what your house would look like in gray. This is what your house looked like in beige. This is what your house looked like in blue. She really wanted me to do my house in blue, to be honest with you. But my house in Brooklyn is blue. And I didn't want to go from my house in Brooklyn blue to my house in, in Long Island to be blue. And she understood that and she respected that. But you know what's the, the most amazing thing is, and it's true, is this paint. It's not like paint that me and Imran, when we have to go paint something, because Imran and I, we do a lot of handiwork. We're very handy. Everyone knows this. We're, we're just manly like, men. Yeah, we're very we're manly men. Um, it, it gets sprayed on. like, um, like a, It's like a thick, it's like 10 millimeters or something like that, thick. It's 10 times thicker than paint. That's the bottom line. And you know that because... All kidding aside, when you after you get that first paint job, when you put the heat on in your house, you notice that the house stays hotter longer. 
And then in the winter, t- in the summertime, when you put the AC on, you notice you don't have to keep the AC on as long because not only she paint the the um, the walls of your house, the, the, but if you have a flat roof, as do I, she paints the whole roof white. And obviously, my roof was black, and now it's white. And listen, this is not like a prejudice thing, Al Sharpton, okay? It's just got to do with, like, the heat and the sun and all that. And in terms of, yes, in the summertime, the, the black roof would, would absorb the heat. But, I, you know, I would rather pay for the heating oil, at least, I don't know, the, the prices go up and down. But when the, the roof is white and the walls are white, the way Susan did it, my house stays cool. It's fantastic. And she comes back and she comes back again and she goes back again and she makes sure you're so happy with the job. So if I'm you and you're thinking about painting your house, there's no time like the present. And even if it's in the middle of the summer, just give her like two or three days, maybe four. And this is the truth as on my children. When I showed up at the house as they were prepping the house, there was one of Susan's workers literally with a toothbrush, with a used toothbrush who was scraping the old paint off the house so that when they spray the new paint it adheres perfectly to the wood i mean that's kind of quality that i mean you you there's no money that's enough to pay for that it re- i was like okay this this really makes sense and there's a huge warranty 25 years so if i sell my house to imran I just say, Imran, look, here's the piece of paper Susan gave me. I've only done that. I've only had this house 10 years. You got another 15 years. If it peels, if it cracks, if there's any issues, just show this piece of paper to Susan. She'll have her boys come over. They'll just pay. Well, men and women come over. And there's no women who paint the house. It's only guys. So. And just, I mean, it's great. Rhino Shield. Folks. Wait, can I say something about Rhino Shield real yeah, quick? Yeah, Yeah. I was so impressed with the paint job that I told my parents in Cincinnati, Ohio, and believe it or not, Rhino Shield came to them and painted yeah. their house, and my dad could not be more impressed. And he's like, told... Sandalino, I need some applause. He, Can I get some applause? He's told anyone who talks to him about needing their house painted in Cincinnati, he has told them about Rhino Shield. Wow. Frank and Volpe, so- you better replay this a hundred times because <laughs> that, just so the listeners know, that is not any kind of scripted organic. thing. That is an absolutely organic thumbs up from Lindsay Gertis. I mean, those of you, just Google her. She is like the preeminent prosecutor in the in the tri-state area. And yet, what is she endorsing? Rhino Shield. 1-877-744-6608-877-744-6608-877-744-6608. And you can go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. And you know what? You're going to get a 20% discount between now and June 30th, my in-law's anniversary. Between now and June 30th, you'll get a 20% discount. And forget about mentioning AM97, The Answer. Forget about mentioning Arthur Idala. Forget about mentioning Imran Ansari, who's here on Thursday nights with Kevin McCullough. Say, Prosecutor Lindsay Gertis told me that her father loves Rhino Shield. And you will get the 20% discount. So don't hesitate, folks. 877-744-6608. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight at 7, it's all about the travel, and it's all about making sure that uh, this summer you're able to. Valerie Delia, Kevin McCullough, joining you tonight, 7 o'clock, on Radio Night Live Travel Night. See you then. Want more of AM970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time 
where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. All right, we're here in Midtown Manhattan. We are live, we are local, we are on 45th Street and 5th Avenue, and we have an unbelievable guest coming up. But to, to like co-host with me, I have Lindsay Gertis, who is, she was a state prosecutor, she was a federal prosecutor, she brought down, the, you know, like there are some people who are not so good in the world. She's here. Lindsay, have you been enjoying this little experiment with us? Well, I can't even hear you. Speak louder. Here, and I'm having a great time. Okay, good. Um, we have a, like a really great lawyer coming on, like really, really great. Like yesterday, Joan, you know, you know who Joan Pelzer is, right? You call her Joni. Yes, I do. And she's been to Cave Hill with us. Have you yeah, been to Cave Hill? Yeah, I, I have been to Cave Hill. By the way, let me, and I, I hope I'm going to be in Cave Hill this year. Well, no, no, hope is only a, an issue of of desire and an achievement. I have a federal trial that I'm waiting to get a firm date on. So as soon as that gets set down, assuming it's in September, I'm there in are Cave Hill be, in August. Are you going to be a defense attorney on this trial? I am. Will this be the first time you're a defense attorney? No. I don't try it. Federal trial, yes. How are you feeling about that? I'm ready to go. I'm excited. Now, we have a good all, case. All kidding aside, you got 60 seconds because we got to bring on Randy Mastro. Because I can ask Randy the same thing because he was a federal prosecutor. And now he, he's a defense attorney. What, what does it feel like for, to go from one side of the, the courtroom to the other side? For being a prosecutor where you're putting people in jail, you're asking a judge to sentence them, to incarcerate them, to the other side where you're asking the jail, a judge or a jury not to do that. For me, the transition has been easy. If anything, you can be critical of prosecutors who didn't necessarily do it exactly your way you know you can see how they could do things better you know in in a more fair way to a defendant but for me you know i've like you said i've made connections with defendants i had one after he was convicted at trial walk over to me and shake my hand so you know i i try to have always try to be a fair person regardless of which side of the aisle i'm sitting on nice sam Lee, do i hear music tell me what to go to break brother oh are we going to break already or no yeah. Oh, wow, that went fast. <laughs> well, oh, oh, and then we're going to okay. And then we're going to go on. We're going to go on with uh, Randy Mastro, correct? Yes, sir. All right, give me give me one more minute. Imran, take yeah. the microphone. You did the same thing. You no, you keep the music playing behind Imran. He's a DJ. He knows what he's doing. I, I like the background music. Yeah, get closer to the mic. You were a prosecutor, and now you're a defense attorney. What's what? What is it like to go from being one side of the courtroom to the other? 
Well, you know, it's always helpful to have both perspectives there, right? And you're able to see it with a critical eye. I think Lindsay just said that. You have a critical eye because you've been on the other side. Uh, but as you know, uh, Arthur, even before I came to this firm, after I left the DA's office as a prosecutor and I started doing the civil work, I went to an, a defense firm, but on the civil side, and now I do a lot of plaintiff work. So it's the same thing. I get to, to really know what's in the mind of my adversary because I've been in his or her shoes. It's always a great thing. And, and it's a great marketing tool, too, as an attorney to say, I'm a former prosecutor or I did this. Uh, the, I'm you know, a host yeah. on Court TV. I'm a host on Law and Crime. People count on me. People rely on me. <laughs> Now, listen, folks, all, all, all kidding aside, uh, those of you who are listening right now, the amount of legal experience in my office right this minute between Imran Sari and Lindsey Gerdes and Arthur Idala, you're getting a lot of insight. And so we're going to take a quick break, according to Sam Bellino, and then we're going to go to Randy Mastro. Randy Mastro was chief of staff to Rudy Giuliani in the height of Giuliani's uh, mayoralty and when, when New York was kicking some butt. And Randy is just, he's a Gibson uh, Dunn, which is a huge law firm. He's a great lawyer and a great guy. So if Matt Sambolin gives you a break, we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back with Randy Mastro. Sound good, Matt? Yes, sir. By the way, Matt, how you feeling today? You all right? <laughs> feeling good. Everything all right? No, no stress? We good? No stress. We're good, man. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizen Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Every day in this country, police officers put on their badge to protect and serve our communities. That service comes with a great risk to their personal health and safety. Officers never know if today's the day that they'll leave their home never to return. Their families bear that risk as well. That's why Mike Gallagher founded Gallagher's Heroes. Gallagher's Heroes Fallen Officer Fund supports the family of officers killed in the line of duty. We help meet the immediate needs of police families in the wake of unthinkable tragedy. We also provide the First Responders Bible free of charge to the brave men and women who help keep our communities safe every day. Please support law enforcement by contributing to Gallagher's Heroes Fallen Officer Fund. Go to GallaghersHeroes.org or call 888-99-I-GIVE. Let's show our police officers everywhere that we honor their commitment to our communities. That's GallaghersHeroes.org or 888-99-I-GIVE. Support brave police families today. Go to GallaghersHeroes.org or call 888-99-I-GIVE. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling cartilage HX. 
Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle. When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. Kevin McCullough is next on AM970, The Answer. when I say these 90-year-old birthdays, I want to get to 93. So my daughter, Ariana, will be 40, and I'll be 93. Imran, how old will you be when I'm 93? You're 10 years younger than me. You'll be 83. 83. Yeah. yeah. Imran will be like, he'll be streamlining that Viagra at 83, man. That's his move. <laughs> that is his move. And you know who else's birthday this day? Imran, you're man. You're the one and only President Donald Trump, 76. That is Imran's got a, a good week. He got a tattoo. You know how Oliver <laughs> Stone, Oliver um, uh, Stone, Roger Stone has the tattoo of uh, Nixon on his back. Imran's got it a Trump on his back. It's the whole thing. If Im, uh, Lindsay, if you come to Cave Hill, you'll see he's got the armband on his arm. What's the armband on your arm? What do you got on your arm, Imran? What the? Oh, oh that's a, a little, a little uh, a poetry. You know, Persian poetry. For? What does it stand for? It says purity from a Persian poem. And then I got the big uh, back piece with, uh, you know, 45. Yeah, with with Trump's picture. All right, so all kidding aside, we have Imran Ansari in the house. We have Lindsey Gertis, prosecutor extraordinaire, who is now a defense attorney. But, wow, am I privileged when Joan Pelzer told me today, yesterday we had a woman on to talk about colors. You made fun of me. Green keeps you calm. Red gets you excited. Blue lowers your blood pressure. She goes, we had some guy on named Randy Mastro. I have heard Randy Mastro's name since, I don't know, I'm 14, 15 years old. Um, everyone who knows me knows that my father is my idol, my mentor, uh, the guy who guides me through life and will always be there on my shoulder forever and ever and ever. And my dad doesn't throw bouquets around often. But one of the people he, he threw, a bouquet on, uh, threw a bouquet at from a very long, long time ago. Now, maybe it's just because his name ends in a vowel and he has a mustache and a beard like my father, is Randy Mastro. Mr. Randy Mastro, are you on the, are you on the line with the uh, Arthur Idala Power Hour, sir? I am. Pleasure to be with you, Arthur, the Vin Diesel of defense attorneys. That, I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> nice, nice. Now, Randy, I know, I know you must be never, very nervous 
I know you don't speak publicly often and you don't really know how to handle yourself in front of a microphone. But, I mean, people say, you know, I obviously I had to do a little bit of homework on you. People say some crazy stuff about you. They're like, they say, like, uh, uh, arguing a case with you is like wrestling an alligator. Uh, you don't want to meet Randy down a dark alley, but you really don't want to meet him in a, lit, in a lighted courtroom. And going against him is like wrestling an alligator. And, you know, you had some uh, interaction with a guy named Rudy Giuliani. Is that true? You met him once a couple of times? I guess I had the honor of serving as an AUSA in the Southern District when Rudy was the U.S. Attorney. And then I had the honor of being his chief of staff and deputy mayor. Now, it says when Giuliani wanted to do the impossible. I'm going to repeat that. When Giuliani wanted to do the impossible... It was Randy Mastro who led the charge. True or not true? Well, you're actually quoting something that was written at the time I left City Hall by either the Post or the Daily News. Uh, and, uh, and I appreciated those kind words. And I have to say, this is the most unusual interview I've ever done. You know, I did a whole segment without saying a word. <laughs> so, Randy, first of all, before we get into the policy of the day, you know, I have a... A wonderful prosecutor here, former prosecutor here, Lindsey Gerda. She was a, a yeah. Brooklyn assistant district, a, a Brooklyn assistant district attorney when crime was bad, and she tried a ton of cases. Then she went over to the Eastern District, and now she's a a uh, defense attorney. And I just want to ask you a question that many listeners ask me because I was a prosecutor and then a, a defense attorney. What's it like going from one side of the aisle in the courtroom to the other? Well. Uh... It's, as Lindsay said, it's been a seamless transition uh, because all of my clients are, in, in, in defense practice, are you know, innocent people falsely accused by an overreaching government. So, so it goes very naturally now to defend them. Well, that, thank you very much. So, Randy, tell me about the case you're dealing with right now regarding um, the environment in New York City and what... Uh, the, the new law that's coming into into place, what is it, LL97 or something along those lines? And tell me what, what your position is, what you're arguing, and what you think the right thing is. Sure. Um, the uh, city, during the tail end of the de Blasio administration, city council and the then mayor uh, passed a, a sweeping statute that literally upended you know, how cities building owners um, have to approach uh, energy emissions. Uh, it imposed draconian penalties on uh, building owners um, when their emissions exceeded certain raw energy use totals. Um, it goes way beyond anything that has ever happened before. Um, it's going to put lots of small uh, building owners, property owners, businesses out of business because of these draconian penalties, which in essence are a tax on uh, 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 emissions um, without regard to whether those buildings are functioning within an efficient state for that kind of business or uh, residence. And it's illegal. It's illegal for a lot of different reasons. And I brought suit. As you know, Arthur, I uh, have you know, brought a number of successful lawsuits over the years against the government when it overreaches. 
Because who better to know when government screws up than a former deputy mayor who likes to litigate? There you and go. In this case, the government really screwed up. And I hope there will be a course correction. But in the meantime, this law is going into effect. Uh, and, you know, we've had to go to court. Hope the new administration will, will fix this problem. But right now what we have in New York City is a sweeping draconian law that's going to impose annual penalties on small property owners, owners of residential buildings and small businesses that they just cannot afford to pay. And it's not their fault that they have certain energy use needs. Many of these building owners have complied with every law up till now. They built out their buildings, whether residential or business. But no, Randy, I watched with the law. And okay. now they're being told retroactively, not good enough, we're going to penalize you. Right. So, that Randy Mastro, just, uh, Randy, I got to let people know who's talking. I mean, they're going to think that you're, you know, Jesus Christ himself. So, I'm just going to make sure it's, it's not Jesus, it's Randy Mastro. I, uh, I mean, although some people in some circles would, would equate him to Jesus, but um, he's, he's just such a fantastic lawyer. He helped the Catholic Church. Doing the COVID crisis, he uh, regarding access to the church, regarding masks. He, he's really, I, I'm I'm a little overwhelmed right now because Randy. Besides me, he's just such a nice guy. He's really a brilliant lawyer and a brilliant law firm at Gibson Thun Dunn. And uh, but here's the deal, Randy. First of all, tell the ladies and gentlemen who are listening where exactly are you litigating this piece, this, this okay. case. Yes, we we are litigating in state supreme court in Manhattan. What judge are you in front of? We don't have a judge yet. Uh, as you know, uh, in civil cases, you get a judge at the point at which there is actually an application to the court to decide something. We have moved in the case. We filed our complaint, uh, but we haven't yet been recently, but we haven't yet been assigned a judge. Uh, but you know, there are some wonderful judges uh, in Manhattan. Oh, I think we'll get this. You know, it's, it's one thing to say you want to do something about greenhouse gases and but emissions. Know, but understand that. But you can't do this to the city's small property owners and small businesses. But here's the thing, right? So I, I obviously around me, I have a lot of uh, people who own uh, buildings, apartment buildings. And you know what they say is such BS about this law is that what it does is it penalizes buildings who have the most people living in them. And if Correct. you think about it, if you think about it, the more people who are living in one building where there's a subway stop downstairs, there's one, there's a couple of supermarkets downstairs. They don't need to use their cars. They don't need you to, it's one boiler that heats the whole building. They're forcing people or they're encouraging people because I watched a little segment on, on, uh, New York one that, that Joan sent me. And one of the people I think from the Durst organization says, well, we'll be in compliance if we have less people in the building. Well, if you have less people in the building, they have to go somewhere else. And there's another boiler and there's another air conditioner and there's people who have to get to their cars to go somewhere. So it's not just purely about uh, uh, dollars and cents. The penalty stinks, but no one's really wrapping their brain around the big picture of what is really going to help the environment and stop uh, these carbon emissions. I, in my opinion, Randy Mastro, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, New York City, because it's so condensed, because there's so many people that live in a small area, 
we're doing better in terms of environment, uh, 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 protecting the environment than people in Texas, than people in Florida, than people in Utah, which, by the way, Utah has the worst air pollution than any, any of the five, uh, the 50 states. I think we're doing a great job. Well, you, know, you make so many good points. Let me unpack it a little bit. It's an irrational law because it doesn't achieve the objectives it, it says that it's intended to achieve because it doesn't take into account. It just looks at raw energy usage in a building. And if you hit a certain uh, raw energy usage, you are going to start to have to pay, pay, pay. doesn't take into account tenant density, hours of operation, specific nature of the building's occupancy. If you were in a high-density building, which in New York City, you need high-density buildings. If you're running a restaurant or a laundromat or a grocery store where you have high energy usage, but that is a social utility to have those kinds of operations. Those, those grocery stores were essential businesses in COVID, you'll recall, but they get penalized because they use more energy. No taking into account efficiency of a building, only raw usage. That is irrational, that is crazy. And have these penalties to have, right. a, in essence, a tax that's illegal on greenhouse emissions. It makes Randy, no when sense. You, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the bottom of the hour. When are you supposed to argue this? Um, I think that this will be argued late summer or early fall. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you should be sending me a lot of money because you got to hear from Randy Mastro today. Randy, thank you so much. Not only are you a brilliant lawyer, you're such a proud Italian-American. You're wonderful for, on behalf of the whole Idala family. Thank you for everything you've done for New York City. And I hope you come back on the Idala Power Hour as often as you, as you have time available. It's been, it's been a pleasure, and you know how much I love the Idalas. Uh, thank you, everybody. Stay handsome. Lindsay, tell me real quick, what are you doing here in New York City? My alumni event, the first one in two years. And what law firm are you working at right now? I am at Dinsmore and Scholl in Cincinnati, and they have welcomed me with open arms, and I'm excited to be there. It's a great, a great firm. Do you like Imran? <laughs> Who's better than Imran? Nobody's better than Imran. Isn't he handsome? Yes, he is. All right, the tomorrow, live and local, New York City, the Authorite Dollar Power Hour. See you then. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.